0: and Welcome to this weekend interview. I'm your host, Anthony Drago. Tonight I have a special treat for you. I I have a special guest who um, has given almost 40 years of service to Dominica. And uh, he's retiring and that has brought him over to this weekend interview. And we are going to have a very exciting conversation. Because you know what? Not only... Was he a fireman in Dominica for the last um, 38 and a half years? Almost, he's also the past goalkeeper for Harlem Bombers. I don't know if you if you guys remember, if you're from Dominica, there was this tremendous rivalry um, between, primarily between Harlem and Kensbro. There was also some of the other teams were always in contention, but Harlem and Kingsborough seemed to be, you know, that... Um, Lakers <laughs> Lakers and, 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 and Boston Celtics, um that kind of rivalry where two people just go at each other. And um my guest tonight, Mr. Courtney Walsh, is is the former goalkeeper. He used to be the goalkeeper for Harlem at that time. He was also the goalkeeper for the national team. And so he's my guest tonight, and welcome uh to that conversation. I'm really looking forward to it. My regular listeners, as usual, thank you for being here. I, I appreciate the fact that you come back every Wednesday and, and I really strive hard to get topics of interest and because I, I you know I tell you this is the highlight of my week and I'm serious when I say that. Uh, so welcome if tonight is your first time listening to this weekend in interview, welcome as well. I hope you like what you hear tonight sufficiently that, is, that you too will become a regular listener to this weekend in interview. The objective of this weekend interview is to bring you information on ongoing topics, contemporary topics, um, maybe through what, what I'm doing tonight with a conversation with a very experienced and accomplished individual, or an ex, somebody who has studied in a field, an expert in that field. Uh, I, I look for guests that's going to bring you information from a different angle. So Courtney, for example, being a firefighter would have, would have seen, um, or have intimate knowledge of the response, Dominica response to the pandemic, because the fire department is also the ambulance department in Dominica. So it's actually called the fire and ambulance service. And and so we're going to get some information about that as well. Uh, so stay with me uh, as we take a quick break. we we'll listen to Mikhail Henderson as she's going to do the caricom anthem. And when we come back, I'm going to be here with, um, with Courtney and we're going to talk about his career for those of you who um, don't know us yet we're also broadcasting this show on tdntv.net tdntv.net so you can actually see uh, myself and you can see my guest um live while we while we do the interview so you can go to if you are if you are able go to tdntv.net but as as always where you are right now TDN Radio I guess is good enough as well Um, you can get us on any one of the apps that you listen to your online radio although we encourage you to go to MyRadioHot.com you go to MyRadioHot.com you will find TDN uh, Radio there under the section general called Caribbean or if you just search for TDN Radio you will find it there MyRadioHot.com but uh, Listen to Michael do the interview. Um, I mean, not the interview. I'm so sorry. Listen to Michael Henderson do the Caricom anthem. I'm, I'm not going to do the entire anthem. But when, when after that, uh, Courtney is going to be joining me. He'll be on the line with me from Dominica. So I'm going to apologize in advance if there are any, you know, um, drop in quality because we'll be talking over a WhatsApp line. Although it's been it's been pretty stable. But you know how that goes, so I will apologize in advance. So listen carefully, uh, make notes. Uh, Let's just kick back and enjoy a son of the soil who has contributed service to his country for more than 38 years, almost 40 years of service, both as a fireman and as a footballer, a sportsman. As I said, he was the, the goalkeeper for the national team. He was the goalkeeper for Harlem Bombers and since after retiring from active playing he's also involved in coaching he's currently the coach for the goalkeeper on the Dominican national team so let's see what his plans are um beyond retirement and, and and he's still a vibrant um individual with so much to contribute let's, i'm anxious to get to the conversation so let's go to michael and then to courtney um, challenger before i go though let me say a special good night to those listeners in dominica who are listening to us through our, our affiliate partner um rv jams on digiplay channel 59 you can you can listen there and and you'll hear you'll hear a live broadcast of tdn radio including this week in interview and and there's a new show on tdn radio on a tuesday from from 5:30 to 6 30 and it's called untapped potential and very very good it debuted um yesterday with um dr simone matthew i think that's how she says her last name but her name is simone dr simone you should tune in on a tuesday at 5 30 and uh, if you missed it you can go to her facebook page called push past 10 very very informative debut um program that she did um, yesterday evening. All right, so let's go to Mikkel because I'm anxious to get to my conversation with Courtney. So listen.
1: From many distant lands, our forefathers came. Some seeking adventure, some bound in chains. Waged and fought through victory and pain By test of their courage, our freedom was gained In homage to those gone before us The heroes of lands in the sun Join hands and two voices on building one Caribbean. Raise your voices high, and sing of your Caribbean pride. Sing it loud and strong. You're heart. Though great and diverse be Our ethnicities The bonds that unite us Are stronger than these We time, we pray, we love We dance and we play We relate to each other Oh,
0: Alright, good night, folks. Um, welcome back, and thanks for staying with us for the break. As I told you before the break, I have a very special guest with us tonight, and his name is Courtney, Courtney Challenger. He is uh, a man who has given tremendous service to his country, Dominica, as a, as a fireman. Um, in the U.S., we call them firefighters, I guess, but because we don't have, I imagine we don't have a lot of fires in Dominica, so they're not called firefighters so much. But, but they play the same role um, when there's a fire and everybody's running away from the fire. Um, folks like, like um, Courtney have uh, been running towards the fire and believe it or not, he's been doing it for almost 40 years and he is um, newly retired. And so I thought it was good to bring him on. Let's talk about his long and storied career as a fireman in Dominica. And uh, I, I wouldn't waste more time. I would go to you and say, Courtney, welcome. It's such a pleasure to have you on this weekend interview.
2: Yes, well, um, I must say, um, thank you very much. It's also a pleasure to be speaking to you and listeners far and wide. Um, it's always a pleasure. Speak up, speak up
0: a little bit for me, please, Courtney, make so sure they can hear you.
2: Okay, yes, I will say this. I will say this it's a
3: pleasure
2: mm-hmm. to. Um, be part of this interview to speak to uh, Dominicans, especially far and wide, and other people listening. I'm I'm very much grateful to uh, to be on your program. Yes,
0: certainly. And um, I was really happy when uh, you agreed to come on um, because I learned about your your career. And this is what we do this week in interview. Uh, interview. We try to bring people who have contributed who has achieved a lot. And we get you to share your story because that's how people can benefit. Apart from the benefit that everybody got from your actual work, learning about your career allows um, folks to work, to to allow folks to learn from it, um, having heard about your contribution. So so, Khotni, let's talk about your time in the fire service. You, you told me that you were in the fire service for just over 38 years. Is that correct?
2: Yes, that's correct. Um, I actually joined the fire service at the age of 21, mm-hmm. and that was the 8th of January, 1982. I must say, yeah, this wasn't really my, um, my, my job or work of choice, but my, my dad used to be a fire officer, and he was constantly... At me asking me to enter the fire service, but I was not interested. But 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 then you joined and you stayed there for thirty eight years. So your dad obviously knew something that you didn't know at the time, right? Well, well, yes, I I guess so. I mean, I used to know about the fire service because um, even while he was there, I was mm-hmm. in my young days. I would drop dropping at times. I'm actually being a high. Uh, is launched to him. Right. So uh, this, I decided I don't identify the fire service. But um, I must say at the time, we in Roseau, I was born in Roseau, we had some kind of thing about us that we, uh, we for us, we find the fire service is more or less for the people from the country because you had to find, up to now, you had to find um, an officer actually from Roseau in the service. Oh, really?
3: Yeah, I didn't really. know of that
2: dynamic at all.
3: No.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, so it was more of a thing that guys from the country come down and join the service. Yes. Oh,
3: yes. Oh, because
0: yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so when you joined the force, what was your training like? What kind of training the, the, that you were put through to um to to you know
2: to become a, a fireman? Okay, well uh, well first of all we had at least um, 16 weeks of training. Okay. And that and that was both practical and, and theoretical. Um, I remember my training officers were um station officer Augustus Rivier and Mr. Angelo Matthew. Mm-hmm. And they had some really really vigorous training.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Like I said, both practical and theoretical. So tell me a little bit about the practical training. I imagine
0: it's it's a lot of rigor, rigorous um activity to make sure that you're strong enough to be a fireman, right?
2: Yes, very much so. Um, like we would have um Jews like simulating that somewhere is on on fire and we would like to officers would like to see how fast mm-hmm. we can set a foundation before we can even, even get to work. So um I was part of the, the practical. I also would do some um, training in terms of um, rescue,
3: mm-hmm.
2: rescue missions, and in terms of um, first aid and and, and all the, all the works, right? Uh, whatever emergency, because we have right. all, to, all all types of, of emergency, not not just fires. Right, right,
0: right. So yeah, that, that's that's something I wanted I want to talk about because the as I said. Like the firemen in the US, like I live in Brooklyn, in New York. And I call this siren the national anthem of Brooklyn. Because every two minutes, you hear a siren going out, right? There's a fire, there's something going on, and so on. But, but also, the firemen form part of the first responders, the emergency people in the, in the country. I imagine it's the same thing in Dominica when there is an emergency, depending on the nature of the emergency. I, the fire department is, is um, called upon to respond as well, right?
2: Yes, well, actually, the fire department in Dominica respond to all emergencies, right. Except, except the emergencies that the police um, have to have to deal with, but we respond to all emergencies. If maybe, if if I, if I,
0: the maybe, fire department responds to all emergencies. So to let's all, take yeah. let's
3: take,
0: let's take that as an opportunity to to educate the public a little bit. If somebody has an emergency in dominica what number do they call
2: well we are we they, our, our our prime number is 448288
0: but 8, 8, 8. Well, like That's they don't my, have like a 911 in the u.s <laughs> or any like how oh, they have 911 there's not like a quick number like that
2: no well we, we still have a, 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 a system where you when they call that number that number usually go to the police and then the police will call us okay But
4: okay
2: yeah but most times we advise People to call us directly because you know in terms of time. Hmm. It's easy. So say the number again, 448. 2888.
0: 2888. So that is that is the number you'd you would advise people to call if they have an emergency that's not a police yes, yes, emergency. No.
2: Okay. Like I said we have we have we have other numbers, but once you call that number, you can you can bet your life that we will respond.
0: We respond quickly. Okay, that's that's good to know. So, so you say you're from Roseau, and 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 therefore you're a little reluctant to join the force. Were you ever stationed in in one of the old districts as a fireman?
2: Yes. Well, um, uh, unfortunately, but you I actually worked for the forty eight years, but I have never been um, stationed at Postmouth and Mavinrod as the, the airport. Okay. Most, of my service, yeah, most of my service was done at, at headquarters. But I did I did, um, I did um, um perform duties at Grand Bay, uh La Plain, um Cassie Bruce, um Phil, and um yes, St. Joseph,
4: yeah. St. Okay. I, I
2: all, all, all of the stations except for Costmove and Maribor
0: Right, right, right. So
2: because so for folks that don't know, in
0: I don't know if it's the same because things change, but like when I was in Dominica, there were firemen stationed at Castle Bruce and they basically also used to man the ambulances. So if there was need to transport a patient whether to the health center or to rozo it was done by the firemen because they used to do double duty. Um they would man the ambulances. That's still the case.
2: No, no, yeah, well, just to correct you, uh, we we never had a, a fire service at Laplane and Casablanca. Uh-huh. All we had, all we had, had there was an ambulance. Service. Was ambulance also the fire? Ambulance. But the firemen um, and the ambulances. Yes, the firemen and the ambulances. Um, actually, we in 1978,
4: uh-huh.
2: we, yeah, the fire service used to be just fire. Right. But then in 1978, the, the ambulance was handed over to the fire service. So then from that year, it became known as the Fire and Ambulance
0: Service, and not just the Fire oh, okay. So, the, so, the, so the, the official name of the department is Ambulance and yeah, fire, fire and fire, fire,
2: no,
0: fire and Ambulance Services. Fire and Ambulance Services. Okay. Yes. Right. I know the Fire Department also does education sessions, like go to schools and, and different um, organizations and so on. Did you used to do that, with, with, or did you, were you, did you used to enjoy doing that?
2: Well, well, well the, the thing is, we have a, a, a section of the uh-huh. department called the, uh-huh. the Fire Prevention Unit. Right. Yes, yeah, so we have um, different officers. So they they do the going out to the schools because that is their the main function, fire okay, prevention. Yeah. Also, yeah. also this, this department was held by um present acting deputy now, with Mr. Wayne later,
3: uh-huh.
2: But that is where he most of his function at the fire prevention. Okay, so there's an ongoing
0: education um structure within the department that goes out and educate folks about fire. Very much so. Okay. So tell us about the, the department's work in preparing the country for disaster. Because we know Dominica sits in the path of hurricanes, every once in a while we have tremors, so that 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 brings to mind that there may be earthquakes or other emergencies, um, floods and so on. How how does the department um, go about preparing folks as part as part of the national preparedness plan or action? Um, what does the department do in that regard?
2: Okay, well, um, basically the, the, the ODM, that's the the Office of Disaster Management,
4: uh-huh.
2: is the um, institution um, with that responsibility. The um, uh-huh. finance the police, and all the other institutions they come in as um like subcommittees.
3: Uh-huh.
2: When when we have a major disaster, we meet as a as NIPO, uh-huh. the national. Um, the National Response a, Team or yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. National Disaster Response
0: Committee.
2: Yes, right. As we speak, on, also, I think that there's a meeting going on, which started today because of the hurricane season beginning okay. on the 1st of June. Uh-huh. So, basically, or usually they are the ones responsible for the disasters. And we come in and then we put in our, our own make a and pieces based on our, our, our work. But we are not the one that will actually give the direction. Right. Okay. So let's talk about, so
0: that's good education about the department, what the fire department role the fire department plays and so on. Uh, Let's talk about you, Courtney Challenger. For those of us, those of you that joined us a little after we started, my guest tonight on this week in interview is Mr. Courtney Challenger, uh, a fire fireman. Uh, from Dominica he was on the, on the fire department for over 38 years and he's retiring he looks too young to be retiring but I guess that's what Dominica does um, keeps you young um, forever And so and so I'm, I'm talking to him about the whole um, he's not the really history but the function of the fire department and um, educating folks as to what role the fire department plays. I, I I want to cycle back to you. And I understand that it's your birthday, right? All right. So happy birthday to you. Um, on behalf of hey, right. and all the listeners, I'm it, it, um, feeling extra special that I get to spend an hour of your birthday with you. Uh, but I, I want to come back to you as in your career um, in the fire department. Let's just talk about your experiences over the years. If you have maybe any special a memory, whether good or challenging, um, that you may want to recall and share. Uh, and let's just talk about that. Uh, maybe we can start with, I can ask you, is there any particular one event um, or particular event that you participated in that stands out in your mind, um, as, as in your role as a, as a fireman? Yes, well,
2: I must say, in the early eighties, just after I I joined the service, just around 1985, uh, my first um, mission in terms of rescue, it was just to um, rescue a dog. Rescue uh, a dog. A dog. A dog.
3: Oh, okay.
2: Yeah, it's like um, this dog probably was a a problem to some someone, and it took it took the dog and. It over a cliff, mm-hmm. but a, yeah. But a neighbor, he was a, foreign, a foreigner. He's like, He when he called, when he made the report, he said that, um, three days had a dog crying on top of a mountain, um, and he could not take it anymore. So he, he called us. So we decided to go and see what, what was wrong. And on our, on our, on our, when we arrived, anyway, we met the dog. Um like cannot go left, cannot go right, cannot go back, what else can I go forward? <laughs> and it yeah, it was like there for three days uh-huh. and was in a, in a really sad sad state because mm. it small, you could see the bones and, and everything. so we had to actually use rope but go and try to rescue. and this we did successfully um, right. actually this even made um, a newspaper headline right because I it all all the people, especially the foreigner, he was so so happy. He said that he's going to report that to me. You know, like he called us and we already came. I rest rescue the this dog. Well, that was one of your yeah, early memories. Yeah, early, early, yeah. That was my my my, my early days. Actually, yeah. I said jo- I I joined in 82, and this happened. in on Okay. Yeah. And I'm. Um, well, we have some other, other memories because I mean, we see the teaching is the primary aim of the fire officer is to save lives, right? Yeah, and we are not saying we when we talk about life, sorry, we talk we talk about human beings, just like also animals, right? So um, there was once another big story um, which I always best not to call the community, but someone actually threw a fruit. Uh, uh, uh just born baby mm-hmm. into a pit, you, you, you know, as a, as, a, as, a, as a pit toilet, a pit latrine, yeah, uh-huh. right. And um, some neighbor they, they cry and they informed us or alerted mm-hmm. us. actually mm-hmm. had to walk to the community and actually go down to the pit toilet uh-huh. to rescue this young child. And that was in 2005. I mean, we, we, we feel so happy, elated to see this child living and going to school and going up to be very big, you know, nice, beautiful. And so, young. so
0: you all kept track of. So you all kept track of that child. Not, I'm not going to ask you to identify the child, but you know that child and see the child in the community, right?
2: Yes. Well, actually, one of the officers. I mean, the officer who actually went down to the pit. Mm-hmm. As soon as he touched he touched the child. He, he felt the connection, uh-huh. yeah, and he was the one who actually adopted the child.
0: He adopted the child.
2: That's a beautiful yes. story. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Imagine uh, people from um, the, the of Europe, mm-hmm. yeah, they actually came down to be still, uh an all, especially on this guy, because I mean, when they heard the, of the of the, the story, they actually came down to Dominica and they gave him an an award wow that's touching wow so
0: 2005 so that child is 15 years old now yes sir wow wow that's that's beautiful that's beautiful i guess that's a reward for for those kind of um service you know yes um people people call you to do work that nobody else wants to do or, or you know feels like you have to go into a pit latch and pick up a child go along a cliff risk your life to save a dog um of course when there's a fire you you and your team go towards the fire
3: yeah
0: while everybody else is is running away from the fire do you do you remember any any particular um Fires where where you participated in that 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 you know was either memorable either because of the devastation or because you were able to save it or anything particular about any fires that um, that stick in your mind?
2: Well, well yes, I remember. Um, um well, we did not really we didn't really save the building, but um, there was a fire in, um, in the middle of, of Rosu. I think it was the Collins building. It close to Annesendale area.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Right, and um, that year we did a very magnificent job because um the thing is the seas were so close, and um people could not believe that um the other other buildings in close proximity were not affected. You were able to save. Um, yeah. Yes, yeah, because I said I said it's right in, in the middle of Brazil, and the buildings they are very close, close proximity, mm-hmm. and um. Make it with um, this construction of, of of lumber. Right. So, right. Yeah, so yeah. So I, I I I responded to a lot of other fires, but um I mean, so many. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I, I really can't. No, no, that's fine. It. That's
0: fine. Because obviously, what would be fascinating to me about a fire would not be the same thing for somebody who works in fire all the time. Yeah, um, yeah.
3: Because
0: it's more of a routine. It's more of a routine thing for you than for anything else. I know, for example, because I used to work at Dovasco, so I know the water supply um, in Roseau and some, of, and some of these other places where there's not like a central water system can pose challenge to, to the fire department in terms of water supply of the fires. What would you say are some of the other challenges that, or maybe that you can talk about that one too but what are some of the other challenges that you that you and your colleagues um, will have to grapple with in addition to say having to put out a fire or, or perform a rescue?
2: well one well, of our biggest challenges right now uh the, the dry season
3: mm-hmm.
2: um, imagine i'm um, so far what is it, this month Huh. I think the we responded to almost a hundred bushfire calls. A
0: hundred bushfires?
2: Um, yes. Uh, yeah, the sunny month of, of May, so far. Wow. Yeah. Although, although we, we go on um, radio programs, we disseminate um, information to the general public um, as to what they should do or what they should not do, but yet still, you know, sometimes the people, they, they do whatever they feel like when they feel like to, sometimes where the, the, the owners is very really us, but we, we do respond to the fire sometimes very challenging we cannot even get to the fire but um, we have to and as you say sometimes the water is a, a problem because in some areas or our vehicles don't have access to the areas and um, no hydrants in the areas but we still have to do what we have to do because um, sometimes we have to um, really use our own individual skills to so at least to do what
0: yeah. the, the department has um pump trucks, like trucks that can go with their own water supply or not? No,
2: no. Um no. When I say pump, pump truck. I mean
0: like okay, like a truck maybe with a truck. tank, so if you go to a place where, where it may not have water you can walk, you come with your own water.
2: Oh, well, well, the truck has it. It's um individual, like small pumps,
0: and they have water and tanks as
2: well. Yes, yes, and okay. we can we can lift water from from open source
3: mm-hmm.
2: and deliver to the to the appliance. But, oh. but like I said sometimes um, we have no reservoirs close by, nothing, so we, we don't have to you don't know, just um, use what we have. Use what so you sometimes have. We,
3: yeah.
2: Right. So yes, then we, have, we go we we fill it, fill the truck. And come back.
0: Hmm. I'm surprised yeah. to hear that there's so many bushfires in Dominica.
2: Um, it doesn't rain
0: as much anymore.
2: No, right now we're in a peak of the dry season, and I mean, we, we, we always know as fire officers uh-huh. that May once May comes around, it's, uh, uh, yeah, once it's not a, a cowem deuce as we say in Dominica, right? Cowem dous is a cowemry free Yeah. I want to along May, we know it's Cowen. It's Cowen. We know we're going to have it. Really tough. Up what month? Hey. From May until when? Oh, oh, oh no. Well, actually, it's from, it's, from, it's, from, it's from March, April, May. Oh,
4: okay. Usually, but the is the peak?
2: Yeah, peak. Yeah. Usually we get more because the hurricane season starts in June. Right. After the dry season, then the hurricane season. The
4: hurricane oh. season. <laughs>
0: You're going to catch a break, yeah. huh? Yeah, yeah. So, if if you, there's a young person listening right now, um, sort of like you in 1982 and 1982, when your dad was trying to convince you that joining the fire department or the fire ambulance department now is a good, rewarding career, talk to somebody who, a young man, a young woman who is right now trying to cast in their mind, what do I want to do with my life? And maybe in there, um, joining the fire service, maybe one of those options that they're considering. It, it, did, you, did you find your career to be sufficiently rewarding that it would induce you to encourage a young person to, to consider becoming a, fire, a, fire, a, fire,
2: a fireman or a woman? Yes, very much so. I must say, I find it very rewarding. Mm-hmm. first of all it's a it's a, a carrier um it's not like you just come to the service and you just come to send water and fire you get to learn a lot of stuff you get to deal with people you get to um discipline
3: mm-hmm.
2: um, you you get to know new things you get to go on um on um inspections so um it's, it's it's a whole lot put together, but as you continue to work, you 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 see. I mean and like before you like in my time, we we were just given a a, a document for about 10 questions to answer. No, you need to have or like four subjects. Right. Yeah, so I mean it's it's, it's also a... a, a it's also a job where you you don't usually hear they make anybody like redundant, right. or, they, or they or they or they send them home. You have to be really detrimental for that to happen. And I mean, and sometimes I mean, like no one then, probably probably chief deputy would always give someone a second chance because you know they, 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 human beings like it to make mistakes.
4: Right.
2: But it's a job I would always encourage any young person mm-hmm. to really go um, for. And, and, and taken serious and Because I mean, even all the banks, only different institutions, mm-hmm. they, they, respect, they give us high respect. Yeah. Yeah. Well, even, certainly, Dominicans are, are
0: very respectful of the, fire, of the firemen, for sure.
2: Yeah. yeah. Even now, I, I was saying I, I, and I, I am living at, at, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a state of, of happiness because in my time, I mean, sometimes we will, we will be criticized by the public. Mm-hmm. But as a as a as a as a, a, a what do you call it? Because of the the, the advent mm-hmm. of the of the coronavirus, right? I'm seeing I am seeing a, a, a deeper appreciation to this department because every time you hear people talk about you know the, the front line, fire like, service, like you know like it's it's much it's um, it's really um gratified. What role no, no, I said yeah, but what role
0: talk, you see, as you mentioned the coronavirus pandemic that we're in the middle of right um talk talk to the listeners about the role that the ambulance and fire department played in that whole response and and, and of of the covid um pandemic well,
2: well remember earlier I told you that um we respond to all emergencies yeah. Yeah, so right now um, our role is sometimes we the first set of people to um get like well, first responders so we, we 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 respond with the ambulances mm-hmm. we transport patients to quarantine, we transport doctors, we transport nurses. So the the fire I mean we we lot of that was that is our protective um proving mm-hmm. but we are always on the forefront. I mean some of the officers they uh, some of are sometimes a little not reluctant, you know, but a little fairness. You, I
3: mean, you have to
2: yeah. yeah, you have to, but um as as they go along, you know, they they get accustomed or, or they get comfortable.
3: Right.
2: Yeah, so <laughs> because um, you know, I believe mean, coronavirus is not something that is that is easy. Right. The, the guys they are, they are they are coping and they are, they, are, they are being highly recommended, I must say.
0: That's good. That's good. So, so you guys were active in the front line. You're the ones that would, that would pick up people in your ambulance and, and transport them to quarantine. You're the ones who bring yes. doctors to treat them. You're the ones who bring the That's nurses right. to treat yeah.
3: them. Yeah.
0: And, of course, I'm sure at that time, your officers are concerned that if they get infected, then they, that they take it home to their family. Um, did any of your officers
2: um, got infected with, with corona? No, no. So far, so so far none. Because um, um, there, is a, there is something in place. I mean, I, I cannot speak too much because I'm on vacation. But please, right. what I been I speak to the fire chief, in on them. Mm-hmm. So a lot, of, a lot of preparations were were made, mm-hmm. and we are we are doing everything possible to ensure to protect that the officers. Yeah, and, yeah. before going it's, to anyone
0: nobody got infected so, so that's pretty good it sounds like you guys have a good plan to protect your your your, your office
2: yes, yes. yeah i think like that the, the planning before mm-hmm. was, was very good mm-hmm. yeah because we did not wait on when it you know i mean when we started hearing about it even on our period fire chief would be asking questions how many they, they they heard in 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 wuhan and you know so like we were on top of things so right Arrived in dominica we we're already on top, you know. Yeah, I mean we we could still have a little a little more equipment, but we are coping with what we are. we doing best with what yeah. we are? Right. So we talk about. Um,
0: I earlier we talk about some of the challenges. As people do construction, so so I, if I'm coming to Dominic, I'm going to build a house, for example. What provision should? Um, is there anything special that I should do to to have in mind um, so that if sometime in the future I can avoid maybe a fire? If there's a fire, it would assist the firemen when they come to when they respond, or it would assist somebody escaping from the home. Are, are there, is there is that part of the education that you do in the community? Is there anything particular
2: with that? Well, yes, and I, and I must um, inform you that uh, most of the the plans, uh-huh. they, they usually pass through that same um, department. I told you about the fire prevention unit. Right. So um, they would have their, their own say. So if something is not um, or should not be, they will not approve it. You have to, you know, you have to actually, the plan must pass the fire service and then also oh, the fire service
0: is part of the approval yes yes,
2: they will advise you there yeah. or they will advise the, the, the planning the department
3: mm-hmm.
2: or, or even you i said you could because the planning the plan must pass through the fire service okay most, most, That's most plans there yeah they uh-huh. pass through the fire service. fire service always have a have a, have a say in, in building some, some people they some people build and they build only one one entrance one one exit the fire service will not
4: recommend that. Right. You
2: must have an exit and an entrance. Right. Yeah. Okay. So your
0: career as in the fire department span from 1983 82. until 2020. 82. 82 2020. 82. 82. 82 until 2020. What um? Yeah. What what position are you retiring at? As as the, the acting deputy fire chief the acting deputy charge good congrats <laughs> so your department is actually going to miss you so what um what are you going to do with all that time that you have on your hands now
2: well um tell you the truth i am already uh already in a uh, planning
3: uh-huh.
2: um, document 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 prepared to send mm-hmm. well, well to the documents want to the, probably seek either a year or two contract mm-hmm. so I can um, like establish um, position for some young goalkeepers because that's that's why who I really deal with goalkeepers so I want mm-hmm. to work with the young keepers or just just to establish a foundation, uh, even if someone take over after, because I mean, I'm mean i an agent, I establish something to the DFA,
3: uh-huh.
2: slash the government, the government, yeah. Right. So, so, that's so, my plan. so yeah.
0: Uh-huh. you said you had two of them, you want to talk about the second one, because I, I want to go a little bit deeper into your football. But let's talk about what you say. You have two papers that you put together. For what you would do after
2: um, going forward? Yeah, what well, is, is it? Is it the same line? Is it it's in the same line? You know, but one okay. is the Dominican Football Association, and one is it, is it the sports division. Oh, okay. okay, okay, Yeah, but it's the same, same dealing with young goalkeepers. Okay, because yeah. for, for for the
0: listeners that don't know, you were the goalkeeper on the national on the Dominican national
2: football team. Yes, well, actually I actually started playing for Domhnika at the age of 17. Okay. I played youth team in 1977 and in 1978. Right. And then I made made the senior national team at the age of 19, 1979. Right. And then I continued playing until I retired Uh, somewhere. I I went to play for, for, for Harlem. Most people know me. I played for Harlem Bombers. Right. I played with them on and when I retired uh, in 1992. So, I remember I remember
0: um, the late 70s 80s that rivalry between Kensbro and Harlem. Yeah. So you yeah. were the goalkeeper for Harlem at that time?
2: Yeah, well, yeah, during the uh, let's say 83 and up to the 90s, early 90s, uh-huh. yes. I was a goalkeeper yeah. Against a, of a, a game, yeah, against him. <laughs>
0: How many goals, Coco oh, go yeah. go, How many goals, go, go should score? On you now?
2: Well, well, not much. I mean, you are a very dangerous player, but um,
0: he was right.
2: Like, I used to respect him. He used to respect me.
0: Right. No, no, like yeah. no, you see your name. I I used to hear your name on the radio every
2: time, man. You know yeah, I mean we, we played together on, on on the national team. On the National team. Yeah. So uh, it's like we, we, we knew each other, but he he was one of the uh, most very dangerous players
0: definitely um, one of those guys and, and in front of you you had like Don yoga and, and yeah, right. Guys, right yes okay. so you were on the national team from what time from what year did you get onto the national team as a goalkeeper well
2: I said the first time I made the, the senior national team was in 1979 okay. I was just 19 years old Nine, okay yeah79 yeah but my 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 best year was in 19. 19- 84 what made that the best year um the thing is i got the football of the year wow i i played, it, yeah, I played in the win island tournament I, I got the best goalkeeper in win island tournament i i am um, i was made captain of a of a, a dominica b team and mm-hmm. we traveled to guadeloupe and this, this was the first this was the first time that dominica team ever um defeated team from Guadalupe. I mean, it was, it was not the national team from Guadalupe, but the two of the top top clubs. I mm-hmm. the, the captain that same year. I was the captain and we won both games. And as like I said, we had another another um, tournament. It's called the Right. Yeah, I got both best um, goalkeeper in that same um, um, tournament. So that year, everything was just working for me.
0: Yeah, because you were a young firefighter. Uh, yes. Your football, your football career was booming. Yes. 1984.
2: Yeah. yeah. And I told you guys in a, another interview, um, my fire chief at the time was Mr. Clement Burton.
4: Right.
2: And he was from, from Newtown, or Harlem. So um, even even as I entered the service, yeah, he had already reached out to me, and let, letting me know that if I have any food problem. When I have my football to go to, go, to, go to and I get in any problem, just, just come to it. So I actually have got any, any problem with the, like, the work and the football.
0: And that's important. That right there is a very, very important um, aspect of developing young sportsmen. Because we know sports cannot really, at the, at the stage that it is right now, it's difficult for a young person to be a, a full time professional sportsman. So most of our sports people have full-time jobs and um from what you're saying is that it is so important that their employers their boss their supervisors um understand and work with them that's what i'm hearing you say right
2: yes very much so yeah because i remember once i mean i not i would I, i'm not happy to bring that up but um remember Don grad was the, the national coach right and even when he had to travel with the national football team yeah. had Get problems in getting time off. Getting time off. Which, which, which to me was, was absurd, you know? Right. I was saying the government should have a law or something making it mandatory that once you're going to represent Dominica, you, you, your time is supposed to be you know, free. You shouldn't have any, any problem because you're going to represent the country.
0: And, and I guess it probably has to do with, so we, we, we have some time we can delve into that a little bit more where do you think that the appreciation for, for sports and for sportsmen and the contribution that sports makes in the development of a young man or a young woman, that then translates into how much they can contribute to the development of the country. Do you think that appreciation is still recognized or is still something in Dominica, right? Or, or, or could there, there's room for improvement?
2: Yeah, I would say there's room for for improvement because somebody, the, the people really um, um love the sport, um they, they show their, their their interest, but I guess probably like we need to probably try some some ways to bring back the the, the football or the love of it to Dominica. I mean, I was telling some guys that the other day, um, I, I have a, I have a game a live game, we just played in 19, say 1984,
3: mm-hmm.
2: and I mean, if you could hear the commentator saying that they had 5,000 people looking at this game, and um, I was saying that not too long, maybe a, year, a year ago, we had Dominica in St. Vincent, in the Winter Park Stadium, right. better, better everything, and the crowd, there was just, uh, just about 400 people. So I was saying, I, I, I don't know but transpired between those years. Between then and so, now, right? Yeah. for people used to, I mean, the back is to flooded with people from, from all walks of life, from every village, every nook and cranny. So, I don't know, we, have, we need to find some ways to bring to the crowd to be going back or to, or to love the football to come to support.
0: Yeah, and, and, you know, it has implications. And, and I mean, we don't know what is the cause and what is the effect, but that same... Loss that we have in sports seems to be matching an increase in health, um, in in poor health outcomes. You know, more yeah. more young people have diseases that we never knew when we were, were that age. Um, maybe it has something to do with the amount of running around we used to do, playing football, playing cricket, basketball, volleyball, whatever. And so there's there's benefit in that. Yeah, so is that part of what you are proposing that you would do um, in those in those proposals that you are putting together?
2: Well, um, it's, it's kind of yeah. what I said. My my, my my focus is more or less on the, the young um, goalkeepers. Okay. Because, um, yeah, the thing is, um, it's have been a a problem with um, goalkeeper coaches in Dominica. Um, okay. I, I must say, I, 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 am, I am one, I always call myself a nationalist, I am one who actually stayed at home just to see if I could fulfill that. Because when I when I, when I, when, I, when I look around, I see all the keepers like just before me or even in my time or like after me, like, like most, most of them go gone. Some, some gone see, to seek greener pastures or right. whatever. So I was just, you know, I I just know if I I had to leave, probably somebody would would come up in, but still I still haven't haven't seen it. Because even if um, a couple of times I wanted to actually retire, from even the goalkeeping coaching, Mm -hmm. and you know, the passion still helped me, because I haven't seen anybody. I probably were willing to take my place.
0: Right. And the coaching aspect of it is so important.
2: Yeah, because I I, actually have been on the, national goalkeeper coach from um, since 2004 mm-hmm. and year, academy,
0: national goalkeeper coach
2: yes from um, since 2004 right this year academy, I'm still I'm still going so this year after again, 16 years 16 years
0: so, so how are the young people how is it to work with young people do you do you find them responsive do you find them what, what, what is it like working with young people in that capacity yeah, yeah
2: it's, it's some of them are some of them some of them are. But some of them I mean because on their on their circumstance, you know, right. It's kind of difficult for them. So I, I can understand all that too because, mm-hmm. you know, I, I I came from the I won't say I won't say get to, but I mean I came from the You came living, from it. Yeah.
3: Kind
2: of you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So some people. Some young guys I know they have it talk, but some, you know, they're willing, that's all that willing, but, but the parents still would want to make sure like the, their school work before they can get okay. into the sports because they have a feeling that you know, but I, I, I say to them that both the sports and the education it can work. I mean right now we have a lot of um, young people in colleges in, in mm-hmm. the United States and and they are doing well.
4: All well, right,
2: right. Yeah so probably one day we might have a a, a very good um, national team coming from the same right a lot of them yeah both men and women they are really doing well both in school and, and, and um, the education
4: and the
0: education
2: yeah
0: very important to stress that
2: very much uh,
0: well but the the winter park is now a stadium so it's not as available for for practice and for training as it was i i know you being harlem probably used to utilize the uh, Newton Savannah a little bit more. Windsor Park. Uh, so so where what facility um, is available for these young folks that, you, that you're working with? Um, or is that one of the challenges that you guys are still working on solving?
2: Yeah, well, it's a, it's a challenge. Right now, um, the, the teams who have their
3: field
2: are the ones probably doing well, like we have um, Dubla. Dubla. Yeah, you have Soufis. Yeah, they have a film in Grand for right now. Okay. You they have a film in Lapland? Yeah, and well, um, Postma right now is the main midfield, and um, well, Newton has always. uh How about Geneva? Is one in Geneva? we well, right under, under, under the river because. Um, under the river. Oh, yeah. Yes, after um, it was destroyed. Wow. Um, yeah, so they're still, they're still working on it. When I left
0: Dominica, they were doing one at Castle Bruce, but I don't know what state it's in now. Um, no. We, by we, the, we,
2: yeah, I, I, well, I'm, I'm not sure of the one I know. What I know I is the one you still have as always, and that's where the guys down.
0: That's what they're practicing, okay. Yeah. Oh, because did, as I said a while ago, I
2: the
0: emphasis on sports and the recognition of the role of sports, as part of the whole development of folks
3: um,
0: is, is something that has to be highlighted you know so, we, we talk, there's, there's somebody in the background your your guard dog is trying to eat somebody up
2: <laughs> yeah yeah
0: yeah but <laughs> yeah, well, i yeah in my neighborhood they've been playing music all day too i'm not sure if that's coming through uh, on the recording as well it doesn't matter because you know it's all people. For, for those folks who, who joined us um, a little late, my my guest tonight is Mr. Courtney Challenger. Courtney has been a firefighter in Dominica from since 1982, and he is um, retiring. He's retired, I should say, officially. Right? It's official now.
2: Yeah, we shall, yeah. right. he
0: died after 38 years in the service in the ambulance and fire service in dominica and also um, he is a well-known uh, goalkeeper football goalkeeper for dominica and for, and for harlem bombers um, in my time going to go I, I i left grammar school in 1984 and it's six form 85 86 um, but so you can imagine, all through that time was um, that peak of the rivalry between Kensbro and, and Harlem Bombers, and then you had Saints and some of the other other as well, always contention also. And, and so Courtney is telling us about his plans after retirement to continue involved in trying to set up systems for for the for the continuation of football he is he is he, still the coach for the goalkeeper on the national team uh, we are in the diaspora you know most most of my listeners uh, there are there some listeners in um but, but we are in that how can we help how can we help you can even you can talk about help in terms of what the fire department does. It does it. there's a way we can help there as well? And but also how can we help in terms of what you see in, in terms of the need and that exists with football and sports in general in Dominica? Are you hearing me? Courtney yes yeah so i was sure if you were hearing me i was asking you how the listeners the listeners who are in the diaspora most of the listeners in diaspora how can they help and i'm asking that both in terms of um the ambulance and fire department if there's ways that we can help but also in terms of sports football that kind of thing how can we dominicans well even also dominica in what way can we help with what's required
2: but well, I guess we, we will have to put some like a community, community committee, sorry, in place, uh-huh. and probably um, yeah, go forward with our, with our plans in terms of assisting the, the, the youth, uh-huh. and probably um, things we we would need, probably would then would make a, a request right. to um, ensure ensure we have them. But um, in terms of the fire service, I think probably that's we, we would have to do with the, the government. Um, <laughs> Um, so for then,
0: example is there like equipment that you guys probably would, would be good would be nice to have because i mean that's have a lot of
2: resources you know yeah well When well, 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 like i said uh, at this point maybe we will not have to speak to the fire chief Mr.
4: fire chief right
2: because, yeah, yeah i wouldn't want to be out and just um we're bringing things but we he will not need right because, i mean we, we are going through this um process already and some of this stuff like we we still we have to do away there because um, it's it's not, it's not, it's not working, not yeah, they, they they will use, use items and um, you know you know things kind of um different to before.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: So um I said I guess you'll have to go maybe talk with the with the top chief and then um, put a the list together. Do it to in a organized way. Yeah. Important stuff that we really need. And um, but the uh fire would um, welcome the assistant. Right. Mm-hmm.
0: Sports now. What would be, where, where would you think the diaspora could contribute in terms of sports?
2: Football. Well, well, sports, uh, well, sports like I said, well, I uh, oh, no, so, um, we, we have two guys we working on a project. That is um, One guy is called um, Wang and another, another one is called, called Maggie. They, they're doing the interviews and they're trying to do the same thing, getting different views from different people. So, um probably to we can, um, probably I might have to put you on to them because they are doing a, a very marvelous job in trying to really put things together.
4: Right.
2: So we can come together and assist the especially the unt- opportunity, because there are a lot of young guys that can play the football. But right. you know they they, they they need some not good. They
0: need they, they need some gear, right? Yeah. yeah so so that's what we will do and, and you say you put in some proposals together for for sports division and for Football Association so when these things come on board on, on stream um, you're welcome to contact me you can come back here and inform me because, you know, as to, as to what we what what's going on and also I always like on all my interviews I always like to if it's possible to tell my listeners what they can do as well not just we give them information but what exactly you can use the information that you have so i'm extending an invitation to you when you when you're in a position where you present whatever and, and your plans are afoot if you need to come back you can you can always come back and use this medium to get the word out right And and i, and I wish you All the best in your in your in your new new stage in life, right? Where where you retired. That's the dream of all of us that we can retire where we're still healthy and physically able to to enjoy life. So I congratulate you on that. uh, And I wish you all the best. If there's any additional thing that we didn't mention that you would like to mention, please go ahead. Um, go ahead.
2: No, well uh, I'm just felt thankful for the the, the opportunity, and um, I must say before I leave that, um, I would also want to wish um, DCP um, a very like happy 50th anniversary. Wow, because I mean, this, yeah, this club is a for me, not already a football club, but a, an institution because um, it was, it was the they started in 1970, right? And this, this year is uh, they are going to celebrate 50 years, 50 years. Uh, yeah, and I'm, I'm happy to still be uh, a member wow. of, of this club because uh, I'm still a member. Doing yoga and myself and a few other um, mm-hmm. past players. Yeah, we're happy to still be. You know, you, you, the only team that was close to that to being a team with uh, that um, um, I stayed up for so long was um, Huntington since Right. I think I think, they were, I think they only made it to about 50, 50 something years,
4: mm-hmm.
2: but but uh, Harlem is still there and um, continuing. Be there, so I really want to reach him,
0: no? all the best. Congratulations, and to you and your fellow colleagues at the Harlem Bombers, 50 years is an achievement. Yeah, man,
2: yeah, man. <laughs>
0: yeah. And 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 Courtney, as I said, I'm wishing you all the best. I wish you continued strength and health, and good health, and continued energy, and and more success as you move into this new phase of your life. Yeah, well, uh,
2: yeah, I'm, I'm saying thank you to us, uh, and a big thank you to um, Judith also, Judith Matthew, for right. putting me on making this happen. Sure. So um, yeah, I say thanks and I say thanks to all the
4: Dominicans,
2: especially in your area. That's New York, you yeah, said? Yeah.
4: New York, yeah.
2: So I say, yeah. I think I say thanks to all the Dominicans, especially also in the diaspora. Yeah, thanks. And um, I just hope we will we, we'll chat sometime again.
0: Yeah, certainly. As I said, I'm serious when I say it, as you as your plans go forward, um, just reach out. If it's not an hour, 10 minutes before I bring on my, whoever my guest is for the night, 15 minutes, whatever, um, you need, that is the, that is the thing that, we, that we, we want to do. We have TDN Radio and we have TDN TV. TDN Radio.net, TDN TV.net. So like this conversation is being broadcast on TDN TV as well as on TDN Radio. And if TDN TV, we are trying to develop more of that content uh, especially with sports. I, I, I would like to be able to bring some of the local games live on TV so folks in the diaspora can see some of the games. And maybe there's even the opportunity to, to raise some funds for those clubs because we can bring the games and then do pay-per-view for the finals, you know, or the playoffs, or all of those kind of things. So keep those things in mind as you go forward. Um, we have resources available um, that, that we can assist. Uh, we do a lot with calypso Calypso Association. we do stuff with, with them. Um, we used to do a little more because we used to do it for mapping, but now that mapping hasn 't reopened since maria it 's a little less uh, but we we did quite we, did, we, did, we 've been doing stuff with them so it's, there's the resources are available and just, just reach out and, and so listeners, um, I thank you for staying for the conversation. My guest tonight was Mr. Courtney Challenger. A long-time firefighter in Dominica, um, footballer, and now he is the coach of the of the goalkeeper for the national team. And he is retiring from the fire service, and he's starting a fresh, um, well, not fresh, but moving his coaching and um, I should say interest and, and participation in sports to the next level. So look out for him, support him where you can and um, i wish you all the best and and good luck
2: thank you very much and god bless
3: all right good night